0: And welcome to Bits and PCs, episode 65. Tonight it's going to be a good one because it's me, Vimesy, at the helm. Yay. Yay. Brilliant. Thanks for that, boys. The support is just unerring from you guys.
1: Well, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. With me tonight, as you can probably tell, we've got the remarkable Beastie and the unremarkable Clarkie. How are you doing, guys? Very well. Very well. Thank you. So hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 65. Uh, We're going to start off tonight with, uh, I think... Should we we get the GTA GTA 5 crap out of the way first? Sure. Because we've kind of done it to death, as every other podcast has done it to death. Has anybody got anything new? We've all been playing it. Has anybody got anything new they'd like to add about GTA 5?
2: Have you played the online yet, Vamzee?
0: Nobody's played the online yet, Clarky.
2: Well, you you had the opportunity to play it on Friday, but you were grousing about playing on Battlefield 4 instead.
0: And I think I made the better decision. Has anybody actually managed to get a game
2: on online yet?
0: I can yes. try. Go on then, Clarky. Tell us tell us your adventures in the online world of GTA.
2: Uh, it was a lot of fun. I was playing with uh, Yorda and uh, Petro.
0: Oh, I see. I see.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, the uh, notable event of the evening being uh, me saying, let's go and rob this store. Walking in, holding the guy up at the counter, and two seconds later, Petro rode into the shop on a bicycle wearing only his underpants.
1: Okay. That was the
2: highlight. Sounds about right. That was the highlight. I found it's a lot of fun. I mean, the the problem with, I think, games like this is they kind of bring out a lot of juvenile behaviour in people. No, really? (laughs) Well, well, exactly. I mean, mean, there's missions to do, but, I mean, what 90% of people are just going to spend the time running one another over.
1: Yeah, I think this is uh, where it's all going to kind of... I think I'd rather it was just, like... A kind of five-player co-op or something, whatever. When you decide a spurious number would be in a party, and you could do stuff together. I mean, the open world thing sounds okay, but what you mentioned is exactly what I fear: is that it's just going to be wild. And while that has a strange, sick appeal, I think it would get pretty boring pretty quickly. I did like the uh,
2: functionality of the mobile phone in multiplayer. Uh, um, okay. you you can basically once the uh, once you've done the extremely long sort of training missions to do it you can you be given access to the game and you basically your entire friends list who own the game appear as contacts on your mobile phone
1: okay
2: so if if you're in a game with five or six people you can bring up your mobile phone and specifically call one person and that basically it it basically well no it basically means that only you and that person are talking and can hear one another nobody else can hear what you're saying and likewise you can't hear what anyone else in the game saying okay which I found it was, I thought it was a nice little touch because uh, I mean there was a couple of times I first kind of phoned Yoda up in game and uh, we planned to do things to Petro, which he had obviously no idea about because he couldn't hear us because it was just a two-way phone conversation. So I did find that a, a very nice touch, but I think I really need to play this more to make a, uh, a more educated decision on whether or not I like it. So I managed to get into it.
0: That was quite an achievement, I thought. I did all my sort of. Uh, building up my character, she's a honey, I tell you, and then sort of flew in, and then I did my first race, or whatever it was, and I I raced Lamar, and I was expecting to be racing against other people, so I don't know if that was tutorial, or that was meant to be happening, or whatever, but the world was just really empty, so I just binned it off, and went and played Battlefield
2: instead. Oh, what a surprise. No, I I think think this has been mentioned, but I think with 16 players, the fact that you've got access to the entire map, you are going to kind of rattle around in there a little bit but is there
0: no is there no sort of like because you know when you're playing the single player there's lots of people walking about and lots of ai and stuff like that and well, not ai as such but just you know it feels populated it feels like a kind of living world is that does that not happen in the online is it is it more sparse
2: it's uh, it seems a lot more sparse one frustration is the poli- once you get a wanted level and the police seem to start fucking spawning from all over the place yeah it's practically yeah mm. uh, the moment you hold somewhere up, your two stars appear. You, it, it's kind of getting over. of You're just going to get hunted yeah. down.
0: I think we'll need to revisit this once we've actually, most of us managed to get on there and have a decent session. Because at the moment, it's just plain broke as far as I'm concerned. So many people have lost their characters or had things go missing or saves have been corrupted or whatever. I just, I think just wait, let them fix it and then go back to it. I mean, I haven't even finished a single player yet.
1: No. I mean, I've, I'm personally, I'm waiting to finish single player before I start delving mm. my the mind side of things. Um, I'm not far... I think I must be... the. I'm just on, I'm on last heist now, I think, coming up. So I should be finished with it before I'm the nowhere, weekend. I'm nowhere near that, I don't think. I've just been um, spending my time dicking it out. But the more I've kind of played it, kind of stepping away from the online side, and obviously I'll, I'll use the, the police reference first, it is starting to kind of... Some of the threads are starting to become more bare, shall we say, as I've started to kind of play it a bit more and get the experience. And it has got some nice ideas, but the police behaviour is frankly ludicrous um, why why do they offer silence weapons when they clearly don't work um, how can i so i i don't understand that how i can be at the beach at the desert in a city doesn't matter i could be completely by myself up a mountain shoot somebody with a silencer police just happen to be popping by this mountain <laughs> it's a i mean there's some areas that <laughs> it seems like a simple fix to me. It's, it's a little bit, I guess it, it's always a, the danger of open world side of things. Yeah. Like, uh, ugh,
2: it's a, annoying. A few of the missions now and further into a game are kind of starting to lack a bit of polish as well. Uh, Namely the wood mill one, which you have to drive oh. about three quarters of the way across the fucking oh, map to, yeah, I mean, yeah. right through the forest. I think it took me four attempts before I got anywhere near that. Oh, no, I haven't even done I, that one yet. Boys. I just got totally wasted on the way there. Uh, in do, the end, do, I, do, I ended do up...
1: drive really fast into other cars. I have interesters burst through the the fruit the, the, the um the screen.
2: Is there any other way?
1: Well, I don't <laughs> know. I'm just trying to
2: find out. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, and I, I just found that mission incredibly frustrating. To the point that I ended up skipping the first part of it, so I just didn't have to do the drive there.
1: Uh, interesting. Mm. I mean, I mean, there's definitely there's been a couple of highlights for me. I don't I, mean, I, just, I don't think these are necessarily spoilers in themselves, but they have various elements of playing. And I think that they're kind of chasing after a plane that's crashing on a dirt. That park. was good. That, like
2: that. Uh, that. was
1: that was really good fun. Yeah. The, uh,
2: The airport
1: Um, chase with the police... uh, Yeah, so Clarkie's a lot further in the game than I I thought, but yes, you're right. The airport chase was fucking ludicrous. It really was absolutely bonkers. Um, And I did like the fact that I had to make a getaway in a plane um, (laughs) because it was the nearest vehicle. Um, And it was quite amusing... One so of those, that, that was quite, that was quite nice. As I, as I jumped out of the plane, still somehow holding my status, even though I was on the other side of the city, so I still had three-star kind of police status for some peculiar reason. I dumped the plane, and I kind of jumped out on the parachute out, and saw the plane veer off just randomly into the city. And as I landed, my status dropped, which I just thought was like, this is hilarious. So somehow the police can watch me in the plane, but as soon as I dump the plane to crash, mm-hmm. they this fire, give up, he's funny. <laughs> he's clearly dead so let's ignore him yeah um, I and mean, I don't but, know I think I don't want to go on too much about GTA
0: because we, we've discussed it to death previously but I think one of the things I'm slightly I'm trying to follow the story the story is, as much as I can through and I'm getting a little bit annoyed because it started off I think I quite I quite liked the character of Michael and, and his relationship with his family sure and then as soon as you you kind of talk to them, and you can phone them up. You go play tennis with his wife and stuff. You can go race with his kids and whatever. Even though you want to beat the living crap out of his son, mm-hmm. but then they kind of go away, and you can never get hold of them again. And it seems like I, I don't know whether that, that. I'm assuming that reconciles later on, or something happens later on. But I actually am sitting there thinking, actually, I want to talk to my bitch wife again. I want to get her back. I want to sort of you know talk to her and, and sort of woo her back, as it were, and get him all happy and set up back in his family home. But it just
1: seems to have forgotten all them while he goes off on some. <laughs> um, fucking no I, I think that I mean I, I don't know I think it depends probably how you play because I think there's obviously plot points they get fired off by you doing certain things in the game for me I didn't feel like there's much of a gap It was I, I know exactly the point you're in and mm. it'll be over soon and you'll start getting text messages yeah. and phone calls and whatever else and it all kind of come together um, yes that doesn't have to extend. it does feel like it goes on a bit long but um, I guess it depends on how you're playing it's probably Quite a few hours of content to get through mm. before that kind of gets resolved. Yeah, I, need, I need to hammer um, it really and just just clear through the single player now. One thing um, I
2: did. One thing I did find is a, the character of Trevor. Now, when you first start playing him, it, I mean the guy's horrible. He basically, yeah, I hated him. It. it basically represents everything the press says wrong with this game. Mm. Uh, but I actually yes. find myself quite warming up to him as you go along through the game.
1: Yeah, he's the Aim. only person with any kind of moral compass, that's for sure. <laughs> well, moral compass, I mean, fucking hell, I don't know where the compass is aiming. Um <laughs> I, have, I have I have mixed feelings on Trevor. I mean, I I quite I think he's quite funny. He's definitely, I mean, he's got personality. Michael feels like he's got a backstory. Franklin feels a little bit kind of third wheel Yeah, yeah. I mean, he it's like oh we need to get a, a full mix of people in here. You're like yeah, this is kind of he's done. It's another one with him before. his
0: characters. His whole sort of thing when he's in his intro is about he broke up with this Tanisha Bird or whatever it was. And you get one sort of 30-second cutscene where she kind of walks out the door. And then every time you try and call her or whatever, you just get her phone message. So, again, I don't know if that results, but it just seems really shallow, you know. He's mm. ditched off his aunt. He's, going, he's living in some nice, posh mansion in the hills. He's got, you know, it's just bizarre. All he seems to have are some currently three ladies of the night pleasuring him on different occasions. So I don't really know what his story is or anything and it just i don't know i'm still don't get me wrong i'm still enjoying it just need to finish a single player to see because all my questions are about you know they started the one thing i really liked about the drew meme is the storyline of the personal storylines of all three characters in many ways and i want to see if they've just dropped it and just gone for some massive balls out kind of action game where they will resolve all that stuff later on so i'll have to play it through um, so let see. I don't want to waffle on too much more about that because we just you know, man, how much GTA can we have in yeah. the podcast? But um, at least we're still all enjoying it. Um, so the other big thing that happened this week was the awesomeness that is the Battlefield 4 beta. Um,
1: BC, you've written fail, positive.
0: man. What's this about?
1: What, what's wrong? It's oh, it just, oh man. What's, what's going on? Such a pain in the arse. So I basically. The <laughs> drug's worn off?
0: What? What's going on then? You can't not like this. <laughs> Why can I not like it? Because it's Battlefield and it's four and it's got the word beta in it and therefore it's awesome.
1: Right. Well, I'll be honest, um, I, uh, I wasn't actually that. Bothered by pre-ordering it to get into the beta, I didn't even realise that because I had Battlefield Three Premium, that automatically mm. got on the beta anyway. And I, I, I this email went, oh, I can get in. Mm. I might as well try then. Um, so I kind of installed it. It was a lot smaller install than I was expecting. Clearly, it's just the beta uh, version. Assuming this year, talk about the PC version. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> There's only the certain limits. <laughs> Um, And it was like a 5 gig install Yeah, 5.5 gig install on the PC Um, So get it going Boot it up Mm, Okay, we're getting to the map Mm, Can't deploy Click, 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 click Escape, enter, space, enter, enter, space, space Slam keyboard, slam keyboard Go away for a minute, leave it No, it couldn't deploy anything Did you try Um, turning it off and on again? Oh, Jesus I uh, quit out Went back, tried to do it again. Didn't work. So that was me. That's first fail. <laughs> like, okay, fine. I'll um, do a quick search online, have a look. And I, I couldn't bother to play. i was just something else. I couldn't bother to wait for it or do anything. I wasn't that excited to get over excited about it. Um, so log back here. Well, I looked, looked online and said, oh, there's some problems with some of the older AMD drivers. So I updated those to the latest drivers. Yeah. I tried the same thing. Didn't work. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same problem. Deploy, deploy, deploy. Didn't work. Someone else said, You've got to try the beta drivers. Okay, fine, I'll try the beta drivers. So it reinstalled the beta drivers. Drivers are huge nowadays, two hundred megabytes. Yeah,
0: it's they amazing. are, aren't they? Oh no, it's like they get me to do
1: exactly the same thing. Um said so that I went to the beta drivers. When in this time I couldn't even get to the, de- the deploy screen, so I've gone actually gone backwards uh, yeah. with, with success. Um then I did another search saying, right, can I try this and they said, Oh, it could be a problem with Punk Buster. I thought, oh, I was f- standing remarkably similar to what happened with Battlefield, Battlefield 3. Battlefield 3 really for me, yeah. <laughs> um, so booted up Punk, Punk Buster, tried that, um, followed the instructions of the forum. Ah, didn't work either. So I tried it again, um, doing a, trying a different process about how I updated the Punk Buster, left it, made sure that I didn't close the EXE file I had opened up. Then I went into it, and it worked. Huzzah. Yay.
0: Um,
1: so, and then you had hours and hours of goodness shooting people in the face. I played for a bit. It's it's remarkably like Battlefield Three. It's Battlefield. (laughs) Battlefield Three was remarkably like Battlefield Two. What are people expecting?
2: I Um, I think they're expecting a lot more from the hat that it's had.
0: It's it's Battlefield. I don't. I I see. This is what I don't understand. You know, people. Oh, it's it's more like Battlefield Three Point Five. It's Battlefield. You know, it's a first-person shooter set in kind of present-ish day. Um, with, you know, big maps with, you know, plane, well, helicopters and tanks and shit and, you know, your four basic classes. What were you expecting? What were people thinking it was going to be?
1: I don't, I don't, you know, they, what, they don't have dogs was, in it and therefore it's... New... I was expecting something a bit more spectacular, I'll be honest. I mean, there's been suggestions that it may not have all the shiny graphics in yet, um, which seems a bit odd. If you ask me, if you kind of one of the big selling points, of mm-hmm. course, was that Battlefield 4. I and mean, the first one we saw was like, oh, this looks really special. Sure. The light, flat, the, the light kind of shining through the buildings. I thought this is really immersive. Like, it would be really exciting. And maybe the single player experience is like that. But again, that, we haven't got access to that area. And mm-hmm. let's be honest, Battlefield single player is mm-hmm. being a success. It, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, so maybe there's a gap. Maybe they've got another 10 gig of beautiful textures and lighting effects. And all. it did feel to me. I could probably take scream screen captures. So I'm running on Ultra, barrel I'm running, running on my tw- yeah. 2560 by 1080 resolution, Ultra settings, uh, everything shined up to the max. And I'll be honest, if I looked at that, I'd have gone, this is Battlefield 3, apart mm-hmm. from like, some of the HUD changes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether there's some elements to be improved there was another layer of sheen to be put on i mean I've, um, I've not
0: got the eyesight you've got for things like that and i also think i mean i i first played it on the ps3 <laughs> and the PS3 is uh, it is, is 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 noticeable <laughs> by its lack of any texture its like <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it's I think it's basically the uh, what's going to end up being the end result map but basically just a cardboard cutout. Of it. it
0: pretty much might as well be. It's like it's the shooting range and it's just you know, it's just these wo- wooden targets running about. It's I
2: mean um, I mean what was that download though? 1.5 1 and a half gig. gig. It's one yeah. and a half
0: gig for the console versions and it's five and a half gig for the PC versions. Mm. Um, CVG have done a, a quite nice just a very short two minute video of side by side shots of the 360 against the pc and it just doesn't compare so I, I played the ps3 version and thought oh god this looks rank considering we play battlefield 3 on the pc uh, on the, the the ps3 quite a lot um i i really i just thought this is worse this is worse than the p PA- you know battlefield 3 on the ps3 this is ridiculous then went and played it on the pc because so i thought well I'm, it's there i might as well i've got the you know I've got premium or whatever on, on the PC and had it been all installed. Didn't get around to playing it until it opened, but you know, and it looks really, really nice. I thought it looked lovely, but then again, I've not got the, the technical know-how you may have, but also I was used to playing the fucking PS3 version, which was mm. frankly bollocks. Um, Clarky, you've played it. What did you think, mate?
2: Uh, apart from the graphical issues, I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, why I, I can kind of understand why they had to change the control out although it led to a few embarrassing moments while playing the game would
0: it be nice think, have been nice if they had told you they'd change the fucking control yeah, I before mean, before you started playing the game wouldn't it
2: yeah that uh, that what was it, death match we were playing in that short, confined area Domination uh, match it was Yeah, you had the guys coming up in the elevators Now, I, I, I was already on the roof and someone said, oh, the I think when you said the elevator's coming up, I thought, right line myself up in front of the elevator and, and I can only imagine the terror that these guys saw as the door opened up they saw me stood there and I suddenly laid down on the floor
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I give up, I surrender <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I,
0: it, was, it should have just fucking worked. But it just had something to say, like, please be aware the control layout has changed from previous versions. You know, we yeah, could... I mean,
2: it it, <laughs> it just... The whole thing kind of turned into a huge comedy. I mean, before you came online, we were, uh, I was playing it with Yordra and Petro earlier on, and obviously the vehicle control was changed dramatically and mm. i mean yoder is a brilliant chopper fowler basically said right get in this helicopter and <laughs> proceed proceeded to pinball <laughs> us off about four skyscrapers before we blew up well i got into
0: a tank and just couldn't i just couldn't work out how to move i was sitting there pulling all the triggers my smoke was going off my fucking gun was firing all over the place could i move could i buggery i mean they, they have changed it all they've made it so instead of um it being triggers to to kind of go forward and back and whatever they they put it onto the left thumbstick, uh, very kind of I guess kind of halo-y, I think um, I, it doesn't really bother me too much because I don't play I don't play in vehicles enough I don't tend to I, I tend to play Battlefield as a very infantry based sort of character so I don't really worry too much about things like that I've never been able to fly bloody planes and helicopters anyway so it would be interesting to get into their practice missions and try those out but. Um,
1: you know, let's I face think, it, let's face it, it's more fun blowing up vehicles. That's way more fun yeah, than driving much, them. much more fun. I don't have a problem with it. I think
0: I think what they've done is they've taken the core battlefield game and they've tweaked it a little bit. So you've now got things like um, you being able to, you know, go behind cover and use the cover to prop yourself up on and things and to lean round it, which is which is a nice touch. It just gives it a little bit more dynamism. Um I'm I'm really unsure about this whole big thing they've made about this Levolution rubbish. Um, For what it seems to me, and again, it's only one map, so we can't really talk too much. But there's basically it's 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 very binary. That's how it feels to me. It's kind of like the skyscraper is either up or it's down. There's no in between, and there are two states of you know. Right. Yeah. I'll there it be. is up, and there it is down. It doesn't fall any other way. It doesn't have kind of like, it's not like dynamic rubble where the rubble is different every time the thing falls down depending on where it was blown up from or anything like that. Everything else seems to be things like, is the door open or is the door shut? Are the shutters open or are they shut? You know, is the light on or is it off? That's that's kind of what you've got as far as their evolution thing goes on. It might be, obviously, we haven't seen any of the other maps and they might have more interesting elements to it. But it does seem... I was expecting something more analog. I was expecting something more like, you know, if you took out that pillar, it would lean this way, and you could use it to crush something or create a hole which you could advance through, or something like that. Rather than just, if you blow that pillar and then you blow that pillar, this will fall down and create another part of the map. You know, it, I don't know. I was, I was expecting a little bit more.
1: It's to honest, but... those elements. Um, and then, I mean, this is a kind of obscure reference, but it reminds me of. All those years ago, I think it must be one of the Come on and Conquer games, the early Come on and Conquer games,
2: yeah. where,
1: oh, at different parts of the season, the ice will thaw over and you can drive over it. I mean, and, and so you mm. can blow that, blow that, you can shoot through this on this object mm. and go over that one. It kind of feels a little bit like that. It's not, it's a bit of an old school technique just to kind of look fancier than it probably really is. I mean, a bit like, as you reference, because um, you're right, from what I understand, because I was really struggling. I was, Talking to one of the guys in the office is gonna go, I don't really see a difference. And he was saying about some of the maps, and i had noticed this, but I didn't really didn't really clock it, that you can uh, shoot at the platform on the first floor and it'll drop down, then you can use that area to run up it and so yeah. forth. And I thought well, that's fine. Um, I'm pleased that his areas exist, but as soon as it becomes a known thing.
2: Is he gone?
1: He must have. He's
0: he's obviously gone off to play battlefield. Yeah, he's definitely gone. don't know where he's gone, but he's gone. He's yeah. probably trying to get hold of us right this very minute. Yeah, he's gone.
2: Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, the bollard thing, what's all that about?
0: I don't know. I don't, listen, the thing is, I don't really understand. I'm sure it might be just something that we need to get used to, and we need to kind of get the hang of how it can progress and how it can... Um, do you know what I mean? How we can kind of make it, as you play it more... Whether it's gonna, we're gonna be able to use it better or, or make it more dynamic or something. But at the moment, it just feels like it's, um, it's
1: just either on or it's off. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, he's back. Hello. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Uh, my main stick. I don't say that, but Skype went. No, screw you. Yeah, fair enough. He um, made a
2: really good job there, and that could have seamlessly introduced it. But you had to mention it, didn't you, Vamsa?
0: I did. Sorry, mate. I'm, I apologise. <laughs> Badly. Uh, so I put the call out on Twitter,
2: as you do, because uh, we're all up with this
0: social interaction hierarchy. And so I've asked people for their opinions. And, and the opinion seems to be basically what we've just been talking about. Um, Darren Lisserman, phaser Dazzlies on Twitter. I'm enjoying it. Some intelligent changes to control scheme and the one map so far seems well designed. Brilliant. Um, and then you've got, <laughs> in direct contrast, Nikolai Kolonovich. I hope I spoke pronounced that right. I probably haven't. In short, I'm finding it easier to play on PS3 than I did Battlefield 3 on PC, which does worry me. Also, the level design is poop. So that's a complete contradiction. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Tom K, hate the new controls. Doesn't seem that good. Got bored real quickly. So we're doing, we're doing really, really well here so far. Uh, who else we got here? Proton, never heard of him. Something, something PC Master Race. I think he's commenting on the graphical capabilities there. Probably. Uh, Smidgy, um, it's more of the same with the odd little tweak. No bad thing, though, which is kind of where I come in at it. Um, Yoda, don't think you can compare as PC download is four times the size of PS3. Would like all the game to, to see all the games, be able to comment. Well, we'd all like that. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably just, I <laughs> don't think that's going to make much difference in, no. the, in uh, the scheme of things. What else we got here, Petro? Well, he's still whinging on that he feels it's too cod-like. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. we were <laughs> shouting about this. Um, it, I played. I've been playing domination a fair bit, and it is very, very cod-like. It is quite run and gun. Um, I think he was basically saying that it only takes two or three shots to kill somebody. And I'm like, well, isn't Battlefield supposed to be the realistic shooter sort of thing? You know, the kind of the more not sim-like, but certainly more sim-like than. Than COD, so shouldn't yeah. it only take two or three bullets to kill somebody rather than the full clip? But I uh, don't know.
1: I, I had heard that as well. Having um, said that, I mean, I've seemed to have bullets into people and didn't seem to have the reaction I was expecting, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, it felt quite similar to Battlefield 3, in all honesty. But they did the same thing with when they did the, um,
0: the Battlefield 3 beta. If you got it on the console, the, the, the graphics were fucking shite. They looked awful and the full release came out and there was an obvious improvement over it I, I don't understand their reasoning behind it because surely you want to pimp this game out and everyone's um, going wow that looks amazing i must go and buy it Whereas they just
1: here's some shitty textured free crap is
0: um, there
1: a demo is there a demo or beta limit to file sizes are allowed i, I have an no idea
0: i, I mean,
1: don't yeah. know
0: i mean there might be with and I don't, you know, do sound disparaging, but there might be with Microsoft because they have all sorts of sort of limitations. But I'm not yeah. sure if there is on Sony. So um, I don't know. Um, I didn't think there were, you know, things were that bad. But uh, it, it looks rubbish on consoles. But I thought the PC version looked really, really nice. Um, I like what they've done with it. I like the tweaks they've made to it. I like the fact you can now have squads of up to like five. I'm hoping the next gen version yes. sticks to its yeah. promise of having kind of, you know. Uh, being able to have the same kind of level of uh, what do you call it, you know, 64 player as the PC can, um, I'm just I'm just really enjoying it, and I don't know whether that's just because it's a new map to play on, or whether it's I just I, it feels smoother. The animations feel much smoother to me. They feel much more um, they feel more fluid. Uh, I thought Battlefield 3, you know, felt quite heavy and clunky at times, and not not in a nice way, not in a kind of all it feels realistic and the movement feels real. It just felt a bit kind of onerous trying to get over things sometimes. And um, this has got nice, it's got nice mantling. As you go over, you can kind of jump over over the uh, the obstacles quite nicely. You can kind of do that nice little sliding behind cover, which is
1: sweet. So, um, yeah. I, mean, I don't know, for me it felt like that before. What I actually noticed was really, one of the map I was on was in a, it was a capture point map. I think it was Dominion. Um, I, I can't remember the name of what it was now, but you had like a kind of a like a shopping centre in the middle. Um, we well, talking sorry on,
0: the, on beta. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, the
1: same yeah. map. It's Siege of Shanghai is the map,
0: and it, yeah, the, it's, you get domination or conquest. Conquest, right? Okay. On, on the on the on the consoles, if I remember right, because I played a huge amount of conquest on the on the the, 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 um, the consoles. There's like three conquest points There's A, B, and C. And if you go and play the PC version, it broadens it right out, and you have five conquest points. Um, and then right. you've got domination, where you've basically got a tiny map size, all based around three conquests or three domination points. So it does make it much more, it's very much focused on infantry, very much quick deaths, quick respawns, you know. Um,
1: that kind yeah, of thing. it definitely felt like that. Some of the spawning was awful um but the uh, what i noticed was really irritating it happened to me several times was there was these tiny kind of eight inch high footstools, which my character they, they might as well be made out of diamond and uh <laughs> <laughs> i i he could just, just get stuck on them I'm like why am i stuck on i had to like look like right down my mouth and go really i mean yeah.
0: <laughs> there's some mannequins in the windows that you kind of I just run into and then
2: almost bounced off because they
0: were just like you're a fucking mannequin get out of my way you know
2: no, I, I shot at them a few times thinking they were the enemy yeah, yeah that's deliberate yeah I
0: think that's yeah, it I mean I, I quite like some of the nice stuff. I like the fact they've made the maps more vertical so I like the fact you can go up on the rooftops um and I like the fact that I, I did a, a beautiful thing earlier where one of the guys was lying down on one of the glass ceiling planes, sniping down at people, and I just shot the glass and he just fell to his imminent death, which was rather beautiful. Yeah, that's nice. But it's just getting sport. I mean, you know, all those nice things people are just spamming the crap out of. So if you're playing Conquest, that top of the skyscraper is just it turns into one kind of like mini wall where everyone tries to catch the elevator get onto the rooftop and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so
2: what one one thing they don't seem to have improved on and i I don't know if this is a common thing every time i spawn on you vams I spawn with my head right in between your legs
0: nice that's a deliberate thing on my part i can choose where you spawn
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure that's
0: nothing to do with i do do like on it i do like you're always
2: led down you're a filthy sniper (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, fuck off, mate! <laughs> you, if you're in this room, I'd be slapping you. Um, I like I like what they've done with the the interface in between uh, where you are respawning and you can s- you kind of get that little camera view, so you get kind of an in picture uh, view of what if you if you click on to respawn, you can click the, the squad member you want to respawn and you can see what he's seeing.
1: Yeah, I like that as well. That's and that's a nice, a nice touch.
0: Touch. that's a nice yeah. touch. But um, yeah, I think it's I think it's all right. And I'm I'm really enjoying what I'm playing with the beta so far. I'm very pleased, very pleased to have bought it. I think I have managed to pick up a uh, a retail copy of um, or a download key or whatever it was for Battlefield 4 on PC for about twenty six quid this week. So I'm well happy with that. Um happy.
1: Well, I like I've sport. I've actually um, I've actually uh, temporarily cancelled my pre order yeah. I have with Amazon. What? Um, but we'll, we'll come to it when we get to the news because it references that to an extent so I will mm. bring that up later mm. on
0: okay you better have a decent
1: excuse <laughs> okay right. um, anything else you want to say on
0: uh, Battlefield 4 Beast before we move along swiftly into whatever else Beastie's been playing this week because been doing anything else no, no?
1: Nah, not yet sweet okay Beastie take it away fella um playing a couple of other things um obviously i mentioned on the last show um was it last show i can't remember um <laughs> pairs versus fifa um so far in the sense of what's been in my disc drive uh, is most definitely been fifa um the career mode uh much as it has i still have still have having issues with the fact it doesn't give you player ratings unless you scout them beforehand which is incredibly irritating. Um, it's the criminal's really well done they've definitely improved it um, how it works the functions of it are really nice um it's been quite compelling kind of moving uh, kind of moving through the season and it's I found it really quite addictive so This kind of I want to get through it, it I, I do find myself a little bit football manager about it though as soon as I get outside of the transfer sit periods I kind of feel a little bit like I just want to keep playing to get to the next transfer period mm. um, because you want to kind of. Part of the fun is it's tweaking your team. I mean, that's the idea. I mean, that's if you know the career mode, I think you've, you've got that thing where you want to kind of uh, look at your team and kind of shift it around and buy and sell players. And they've got some really nice. It's uh, part of the scouting, much as it, it's frustrating, it also means they get quite a good idea about how good a player will be now as well. Um, and there's a couple of real superstars you can pick up that have like a they go from like a 69 rating up to about a 90 plus rating Mm. um and that's quite a fun kind of looking for those guys but it's a bit like a diamond in the rough scenario because i mean because you you can have up to six scouts some of them quite expensive um it's quite hard to just search on a country and go i want to look at people who are A good header of the ball, and in defence or whatever it may be, and really narrow it down to what you need, and then get a superstar from that in the making is kind of tricky. Um, I'm trying to avoid looking at some of the, I I won't call them cheat sites, but functionally they are cheat sites to tell you what who those good players are and who you should buy, Um, because it kind of ruins the whole scouting. Kind of career side, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know, hmm. um, but I'm enjoying it. I mean, the gameplay is getting fun. I've I have actually lost a couple of games, which is really unlike me in the career mode. Normally, it's a flawless season. Um, so yeah. it's definitely I'm got... Never a flawless man always me <laughs> failing. Um, but they've I, one of the guys on the forum. I can't remember who posted it. Um, I think it was some of the of the chart posted it about. There's a whole thing. Guys at interfere with the slider system about how teams react and mm. I might try something like that because it does frustrate me a little bit. I've got fairly quick players in my team and yet because the AI doesn't allow you to just romp past people it um, it applies speed differently mm. and it's obviously for breaking and getting past offside traps it's really important but if you go against like Rochdale, all of a sudden they're really good at catching you up you're like how on earth is this player as fast as blah? You're like, this doesn't make any sense until this guy's got 99 speed or speedster, speedster kind of trait, and yet this um, 35-year-old defender could run him down. <laughs> it just doesn't hmm. make any sense. Um, so might have a tinker with that. But then again, it's quite difficult because the season's gone quite well and had, it's elements of toughness anyway. Yeah, I don't know how much I want to tinker with that. But we'll so you, When you're playing, are you playing... Because what
0: I really liked about... The only time I've really got into FIFA, and I've tried many, many times to play FIFA and pairs, and I just, I'm fucking awful at it, let's face it. I I haven't got the, the, you know, people just used to waltz past me, and I can never even get my defenders to line up properly, you know, Mm -hmm. and and tackle. I always miss tackles, and I'm just fucking all over the place. The only one I actually really liked doing was when they brought in that, where you could be a pro or whatever it was, where you just Mm -hmm. controlled one person. Yeah. I can just about manage to do that and enjoy it and you kind of take that career on and you can get you know, you sign for different teams and whatever like that. That's the mode I really, really liked because I didn't have to worry about what everyone else was doing. Sure. I was kind of micromanaging my own career. And that's the only time I think I got it on I think on a fucking FIFA eleven or FIFA twelve maybe, I don't remember, um, on the PC and I, I spent like hours playing that.
1: That is that is uh, an option in the career mode. Again. Oh that's that's cool. I um, just, I just that. Yeah, yeah, no, I just
0: I like I liked that that kind of thing where I'm so fucking uncoordinated. with trying to think it was just I'd just line up my tackle and my player would switch to somebody else or something like that, and it would just send me you know I'd open up a massive hole in the defense and somebody would just straight line it through and blast one into the top corner. I'd be like going oh, bollocks. It's <laughs> really annoying me. So I quite liked that one where I didn't have to think about anybody else. Just the one player was fine. But
1: yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I think that depends upon how what you want from the game, really. Uh, Mm. I just I think I like playing the entire team. I like playing it like I would a FIFA FIFA match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I mean, I mean, it's very little to say. I mean, talking about Battlefield Four, obviously, but very similar to Battlefield Three. There's no doubt about it that FIFA 14 feels like 13, 12, 11, 10. (laughs) But we at that point
0: really. (laughs) Again, what are people kind of, you just all you're going to get are kind of little tweaks here and there. I mean, if you're not talking about moving towards like photorealism and things like that, but all you're really going to get, surely, just little tweaks to the system, aren't you?
2: Well, yeah. I've yeah. got a great idea for this series. In fact, I think we could uh, be doing a Kickstarter on this. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Uh, one Oculus Rift. Oh. One piece of string and a football. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, and, you, go, um, so you, you tie the ball to your foot, uh, to your uh, to your leg, and then you can be, you can kick it just like you can in the real game of football.
1: And, that, and uh, didn't, that, didn't they uh, do this in the nineties? Wasn't there a game that you could do that in?
2: Didn't they do virtual reality helmets in the nineties?
1: They did do those, definitely. <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I thought uh, there was, I thought there was a game where you had like an elastic you put around your... There was like their football, football trainers, I think they were,
0: where you could you had a football attached to a piece of elastic, so you could kick the ball away from you and it would always come back. So if you were <laughs> sad
2: and you had no friends,
0: <laughs> you didn't have to keep running after the ball. <laughs> well,
2: doesn't, that, doesn't that sum gamers up anyway? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and that, that gentleman is the sum of my football knowledge. That's yeah. good.
0: I mean, I've always preferred... I quite liked the ones they did, on, um You know, I... I I, I, I just can't handle the complexity of the number of tricks and the number of kind of... If you hold down RB whilst flicking your left thumbstick up and moving your right thumbstick to the left while simultaneously alternating a tap on B and A, your player will do a handstand and yoga his way over somebody. It's just like I don't have... I, I can't I, learn that shit.
1: I completely agree um, because that was the area that I actually went off playing football games for quite a while where they started adding too much bullshit, like little mm. you know, tricks, and because I actually quite liked it when you could just use the subtle touch of the analog stick to kind of move around a player, and that mm. would be the skill of you using the analog stick to control. Get your timing and your momentum. Boy. Yeah. Um, whereas there's a lot of trick bullshit. I pretty much don't use any tricks at all when I play. Um, I just use kind of one-touch football and kind of moving, trying to move around players. It's when they yeah. started getting bogged down in that, and I certainly it must have been probably PES 3, I think, mm. whatever that was, Um they, they did too much and basically it completely ruined it for me that if you didn't start pressing l and r and it turned into like a fighting
0: game that's how i kind of the analogy i had with it was it, it just turned into a kind of you you'd you come towards your opponent you'd have the ball you'd be driven towards it and all of a sudden it was almost like a fighting game where you were kind of your fingers were trying to fly all over the key you know or, or keys were supposed to you, you know on the, on the control yeah. pad to try and sort of do whatever i mean i used to play against my um my nephew and it was like he would just he 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 knew how to do things like rainbow kick and do that nice little spin turn round people. So whatever I did, because he knew how to do those two things, he would just get past me all the time, and there was nothing you could do about it. Mm. And it just it wasn't football because in football uh, yeah. all you do is you clatter the little shit and then break his leg, <laughs> you know, and he'd never do that to you again. But never or to anybody. Again. Well, yeah, exactly. Probably never play again either. But and that's it's just not football. And I wanted it to be more, bring it back a little bit, and you know have that. If you want to have that kind of trickster type thing, stick it in FIFA Street, which is what that was always supposed to be about. Yeah, yeah. And get FIFA back to being. You don't see much of that in football. What you see in football occasionally is, once you know, on match of the day, you might see one or two real bits of kind of flair skill, you know, where they kind be, of, be, they heel it or yeah. they twitch it yeah. somewhere. You don't yeah, see yeah. fucking rainbow kicks every, you know, or overhead kicks every match, do you? Not as no, many as I, I see in I, a game I, of FIFA.
1: No, I agree with that. I mean, I think that there's a dish, I think they're yeah, basically given, um, flair skills to every player almost. Let's go back to central soccer. soccer. That's what I say. Oh, yes. of world of soccer. Yeah, let's go back to that. Swass.
0: Swass. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, um, you've been playing Gunpoint again, sir.
1: I have, yeah. Um, it's great. I just love it. I mean, I, it uh, have you finished it yet? Yeah, sure. I'll finish it. I finished You finished mine for me because I find. <laughs> well, it. no. I think you should just try again. I will. Um, um, I just felt that I should give. I, I, I enjoyed it. And I, of the other week, I kicked up at FTL, which was. Kind of my game of last year, and I thought, you know, I'll give Gunpoint a go because i have still probably enjoyed it the most of the games I played this year. Mm. Um, it's, I just, it's a, it's a, a cracking little game, and it was quite interesting going back and playing it, and me assessing the kind of map slightly differently because it's been such a long time I couldn't remember what I did in the first place, mm. and I've kind of picked up things I probably didn't do the first time um, with a little bit more grace, which I, which is quite cool um it's it's a cracking little game for such a bargain kind of like this five five five-ish pound yeah it wasn't very much was it um i'm sure it's pretty cheaper at two pound or something various points of sales going on which there seems to be thick and fast as always on steam Mm. um i i just can't recommend it enough it's just a cracking little game i thought i wanted something i can play at lunchtime that i can just pick up for 20 minutes if i've got the chance and have a kind of game, the music, the sound effects, it's all really good fun. So, and do they do a new game plus type mode? So, when you complete it, once you can go back with all the stuff you've unlocked from the first run through, yes, you can do that. But, um, yeah. I stopped that because it's laughably easy uh, okay. <laughs> because you get what's called the gate crusher which means you can pump kick down doors, yes, um, and that's just laughably overpowered. It's, it's fun to do in that kind of mm-hmm. uh, one or once or twice, but realistically this kind of breaks the whole Mm. mechanic I must go go back and try and finish it because I
0: loved what I played of it it just got to a point where there was just one level where you had to be so quick in doing things so you had to sort of rearrange the wiring in the building to to you know open the door plus take the guard out plus open the safe or whatever it was you had to do all that within like three seconds i was, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was all over the place so um, i doubt I, I imagine there's probably another way of approaching it i'm sure it there is very, i'm sure yeah. there's another way of doing it where you can take your time and, and plan it out a bit more slowly and, and do it in a kind of more considered way um but i probably was trying to get through it and Ballsing it up all the time, so yeah, maybe I'll have to go back and have a re look at that one.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely hard drive. Yeah, Clark, oh, could you ever play it? Uh, I've still got the
2: demo to go through. Jesus. I mean, if, <laughs> I have
1: a feeling that if it was on Vita, it would have finished it three times by now. I reckon he would have. Done oh, absolutely. And it would be, I'll tell you what, it'd be better on Vita. I'd be all
2: over that shit. Yeah, it'd be best it on would. Vita. Everything's better on Vita. So I,
1: I think maybe maybe this... Battlefield 4 but, on Vita. Yeah. We mentioned the Project Shield last week. I think yeah. maybe Clark is a good example of what Project Shield's for. That person mm. who for some reason wants to play with yeah, games on a like handheld to... device. Well, oh, yes. that's quite possible. <laughs> but I'm sure you could win one for him, Bonesy. I'll try. I'll try. Right.
0: Um, um, and then you've been spending stupid amounts of money on basically speakers
1: uh yeah not stupid amounts well i guess it depends <laughs> um i have been i've had the same pc speakers for probably about five or six maybe seven years and they were they were the harmer carden um sound sticks oh, yeah, yeah.
0: so they weren't just your bog standard creative t10s like what i got
1: no no, no. they were stylish expensive yes.
0: style over substance
1: Kind of things. No, I mean I think if, if you look up the reviews, they're they're pretty much always up there four and a half five, five mm-hmm. star. Even now they're still kind of highly recommended. Um, so now you why why change to these? There's, a, there's Three reasons really. Firstly, I've had them quite a long time, mm-hmm. and I was getting a little bit. I want to try something new, um, which is uh, granted they're not broken, so that's a bit fucking lame as an excuse, but <laughs> it still was a factor. Um, the, the subwoofer, I, what I want is so basically the Harmer Gardens is a 2.1 system. So you've got the two kind of clear speakers mm-hmm. with four um, tweeters in the each of the different uh, left and right speakers uh, and, a, and the woofer, which I generally have to have quite low anyway because mm. it makes too much noise in the house. So, But it just hogs up space on my desk or under my desk or wherever I can find a place to put it. Mm-hmm. I thought actually what I'd like to get is some decent just... 2.0 just normal speakers I don't, I don't need surround sound I rarely get a chance to crank the sound up that loud anyway mm-hmm. and surround sound oh, is just the pain trying to find locations headsets for them. mate headsets are the way forward but even that I find a pain because well, I wear a headset recording this show and it just makes me feel warm and like, just stuff mm-hmm. no, rather... surround
0: sound headsets especially if you play anywhere in a house where you've
1: got small children they're just a bloody gold's gift is it for drowning out small children possibly
2: <laughs> well, when your rabbit's not eating, though. Yeah, when your
1: rabbit's
0: not chewing its way through your fucking wires, yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, sounds, like, <sighs> sounds like a lovely
1: story. Mm.
0: Mm. It wasn't for the yeah. rabbit.
1: <laughs> mm, nice pie. Mm. um So I did a little bit, kind of standard beastie research and kind of looking around, and the best I could find that I felt would be slim enough to. Because you've got to bear in mind, because I've got this loony 29 inch monitor and this other 23 inch it takes up a lot of desk space mm-hmm. in fact even at an angle it's bigger than my desk in full
0: yeah unit. i mean i've got a 27 inch monitor and then a 22 inch monitor and my little my well not so little my creative t10s and that's pretty much my desk
1: gone yeah so i want to say that ideally could fit underneath the monitors um and still be effective so i after a bit of research i found these bows uh-huh. they're called music monitors um, which are probably like four-inch speakers. Mm, really? Um, yeah, they're, they're very that uh, Yeah, probably about yeah, four-inch, um, maybe four and a half. Uh, kind of silver metal, quite heavy. Um, oh, they look, look very stylish. They
0: look very yeah. sort of understated, nice.
2: They'll be about the same size as my Tesco value speakers. I wonder
0: I'm, what you were going to say then.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, yes, the. I just want to think a bit fresh, and they do, I mean, there's no doubt about it, they are not as bassy as having the subwoofer. They, they, I can't pretend otherwise. But, for me, that's never really been a big deal. I've always preferred kind of a nice, crisp sound rather than a, a boomy sound. Mm. So, while it may affect quite, maybe the shock and awe of Battlefield, mm. um, overall, I rarely get to turn the crank stamp anyway. Mm. Like just a nicer experience. So, now I've got to decide how to do these, these speakers, which, because... Uh, I mean, they're getting on a bit now. You can't answer them for anything. I might just take them to work or something, (laughs) just use them somewhere. Um, Girlfriend's she doesn't want them on the spare PC, Um, (laughs) noting the giant subwoofer as being a definite (laughs) no-no, considering the fact that it's actually almost the same size as the PC itself. Um, So, I mean, that's a bit of a pain. I think it's always a pain when you have equipment that's not faulty, but you replace. You're like, what the hell do you do with it? You sell it um, to your mates
0: is what we normally do
1: in this, this yeah line to, <laughs>
0: but
1: I'll be honest it's so because you can pick up well I originally bought it, it was about £200 and you can pick up the, a new pair for like £100 now mm-hmm. um, you're like well I mean it's not it worth packing it up yeah, yeah exactly yeah. I mean yeah I don't know I could give it to charity I guess if I'm being ultra nice um, no, raffle knows. prize mate raffle prize Robbie Roo's raffle
2: no, Beastie <laughs> knows he's going to be hitting the uh, Vamzy button on his sat nav
1: <laughs>
0: no, uh, no I, i've I'm had sure. some
2: this before and I, I swore never to get
0: another one.
1: Oh, scandalous but, uh, no, well, just,
0: just
2: just like you weren't getting a replacement headset for you yeah let's
0: let's move on from that shall we <laughs> let's move on to what vimes has been buying more of this week um okay so that's kind of what we've been up to Oh gosh, that was, that was quite a long section actually. Releases! Um, some wags put Half Life 3 in here. Ho ho ho! Yeah, I think we can scratch that one off the list. Everyone getting all excited about what was it? Oh, trademarks. Speed, yeah, trademarks train yeah. trademarked and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: Some, some obscure trademark reference. Well
0: done, internet. Yes, well done.
2: Uh, the only one of any note that I can
0: find is Montague's Mount, which. Oh, right. um, is this your is this one of your kind of games I'm not quite sure how I'm not even going to say how to take oh god I just did um it's it's kind of it's being mooted as kind of a dear Esther-ish type game but with
1: gameplay
0: (laughs) which I'm not quite sure how you should be insulted by when
2: when you click on the link it brings up no information whatsoever pretty
0: much yeah but you know it's nice of me to put the link in anyway um all I can say is, if you're interested in Montague's mount, it was, it was basically... The only reason I knew of it was because they were doing a demo with it with the Oculus Rift, the Eurogamer. So if you wanted to get onto the Oculus Rift, you could have queued for a short amount of time to get on that rather than the hour and a half or whatever it was to get on the main stand. Oh,
1: um, really? I mean, because, to be honest, this is just the kind of game I think Oculus Rift is probably perfect for.
0: Yeah, it probably,
1: probably is. I mean, it does... It looked like,
0: from what I saw, it looked like... Um, looked very dear Esther. It was it was desolate. It was um, that same kind of art style, very heavy, very oppressive, uh, very story-driven by the look of it. Um, I will pimp right now. Google one on our forum has done, uh, or will be placing up fairly shortly, a review of, of said game. Um, ah, cool. He seemed to really, really like it. Um, so I imagine that will be front page within, within the next day or so. Uh, so if you are interested in that, Go forth, have a look. looks really good to me. Um, and it's available on GOG right now. So there we go. Uh, on that note, I think it's about time we took a break, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? And uh, we'll come back at you with some films, books, comics, and, and all the love in the world. Uh, catch you later. welcome back um this is the part of the show we talk about well whatever else that isn't games basically uh we've actually managed to watch something that's basically the same beasties so do you want to do you want to crack on with this one the it crowd or the it crowd depending on how you how you want to roll i got it, it's the uh
1: it crowd i actually don't care really um yeah they have the final episode of their um much to confuse some of my friends who just presumed it as they missed the beginning of the series and the middle of the series and they got to the final episode behind their back. But no, it was just a one-off hour special. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, uh, it was... uh, They tried to hint back to a lot of the kind of ongoing jokes. uh, They found the internet. They found the internet, which was good. Um, I I, I mean, it was what to expect. It was cringy. Um, I I did like... uh, the women's slacks joke. Yes. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was uh, amusing. Uh, yeah, I, I it felt like a, a pretty solid finale. I, mean, I think some people probably were expecting more, maybe, but I'm not quite sure. What it's really expecting. difficult, isn't it? Because whenever you it is
0: the final episode, everyone expects it to be like the funniest one or something like that, and I don't think those. That's really what final episodes are about. They're about kind of closure on the characters and. I think they did that very well. I don't think it was. Um, there were a few bits where I was, there, there, there was some definite laugh-out-loud moments, but a lot of it was just kind of like you were watching because you knew the characters, not because it was particularly funny. Uh, sure, that, you know. But it was so. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't like yeah. my favorite episode ever, but it was. It was a really good closure
1: to the series. I thought. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think we forget as when you have like three seasons of a comedy, you, you, it's often little bits that. It, Little kind of, kind of set plays or mm. elements that you kind of find really funny, rather than it, you don't go, oh, that what episode had all those things in it. It's never like that. It's always like yeah. one or two special jokes in in an episode, or you kind of think about and go, oh, cracking like the the internet joke, and um, where the, he's on st- the street countdown jokes, um, <laughs> yeah. which are great. The kind of uh, was it Moss's line of. Um, uh, I came here to drink milk and kick, kick ass and I've just finished my milk. Um, <laughs> and the kind of look on his face is sit there wearing a beret. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, it's just, it's just it, uh, they're good
0: and it reminds me of a good suit. I'm, I'm actually quite surprised that, you know, because there was no, as far as I know anyway, not that I'm, you know, particularly in touch with these things, there was, I don't know, it's quite surprised they that she came back to do another one. The first I heard about it was about two days before it was on, on telly. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, here it is. And I was like, oh, bloody hell, oh, where'd that come from? I didn't even realise, you know, they could have just left it and nobody would have really complained that there was no final episode. So I'm quite pleased they did.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'd heard that they're meant to be doing another season. Now, I always said that was a pinch of salt because Black Books has went to another season. That hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a kind of a common thing to talk about, um, that another season's coming or doing another one. And it rarely happens. So it was quite nice just... I think there's a nice touch for the fans just to do that one kind of final episode it quite clear that's what we're doing this is the end of the show glad you've enjoyed it now kind of jog on
2: Um,
1: and I think there's nothing wrong with that and I think there's a lot of shows people go I should keep going with that and the certain, show. I remember thinking back to Mem having badly that probably went on a season too long, maybe and only one um, season too long. Are you sure? Well, no, I, I think for the kind of comedy of the nineties, it was. I think it had its had its moments, but they mm-hmm. definitely tried to try to kind of. But you can say see see it same back a great.
0: It's like Red Dwarf, for example. You know, as soon as you get into sort of cry seasons, probably arguably six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> it's kind of like fucking hell it's four seasons too long i think they pulled it back with 10 but um you know there's definitely an argument for you taking it a little bit too too far now but so yeah i'm so glad they just put a line under it says you know that's it now it's kind of like i think one of the worst things in the world to do is you know let's let's i don't know do a third series of phoenix nights or something like that because as much as i would love that i just it's not gonna it's not going to stand up to to the first, so I just I don't see how it can. And yeah, it's quite nice place just to say, actually, you know what, we're going to revisit it once just to wrap everything up that was asked about in the first one, yep. or the second series, and then we're just going to let it go. So well, yeah, it was nice to see him back. So um, you also watched the the big kind of the big release, if you like, of last week or the week before.
1: Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah the week before um, Agents we'll try, of so S.H.I.E.L.D. I was supposed
0: to sort of watch so that we could I'm, discuss and then probably forgot to because I was too busy shooting people in the face
1: frankly staggered you haven't watched this yet um, <laughs> mm, really? <laughs> come, on, you, come on you're such a bloody fan bitch over Josh Whedon I thought you'd be really up in yeah buttons. there is
0: there is, there is that it's, it's one of those ones I'm, what I'm probably going to do now is just wait till the series is finished it's all on PBR and then I'll watch them all Back to back, um, or something. I
1: I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't do it that. Like to be honest. Really? Is it that um, bad? I'm a, been a, so a couple of episodes in. Um, it, it's I can't say it's bad. It certainly feels like a Whedon like um, production, and now
0: that's. I hate it when people say that because they never mean it in a nice way.
1: I, I, I don't mean it nice way. I I, I find this stuff generally massive overrated. So um, I'm. Careful oh, what, it you're say bad. Care what you're saying, No, no, no. <laughs> I, just, I just honestly, honestly do. Um, My finger is and... literally
0: hovering over the hang up button.
1: Ah <laughs> oh, bless. The um, it's, it's definitely taken the tone of the Avengers film in the sense of the yeah the tone. That's how describe it. It's, it's right there with that kind of. Really uh, must get round to watching that. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Um, are you joking? No. Oh, brilliant! Um, to be honest, you have to watch the Avengers before you watch this film.
0: Okay, I'll
2: do
1: that. It's uh, on Netflix. Uh,
0: maybe. I oh, mean, okay. I'll watch it tonight.
2: But basically, is, is this uh, the glaring? I mean, I've seen Avengers and I know who is in Agents of Shield. I mean, is some sort of glaring plot hole here that's going to be filled in and explained? I don't
1: think there's a plot hole here. Um, but, but he's not. He's dead. Okay. He's dead. The problem you've got is, Why, and no. I, I can't, unfortunately, you can't. See, you're forgetting that this is um, comic book world. So it really no, doesn't mean anything. No. But which
2: um, one of the billion universes is this one set in then?
1: Well, no, 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 no it's most definitely. And one thing I'll say about this is they are, What's the positives I can take from it is they're clearly this will all be good setups for the next films. It's quite obvious they've touched upon that. They've had little cameos in here or there, nothing particularly spectacular. Um, The characters they do have are a little bit possibly stereotypical. Not that I'm hoping they're going to grow on me because currently now they feel very but
0: uh, his characters
1: sci-fi tend to start off
0: being quite. When you first see them, you do think they're kind of stereotypical, but it's when you start going underneath that that the characterization comes out
2: more. And so then the series th- gets cancelled.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if you watch something like Buffy, which I'm not a huge fan of, but you kind of have this kind of chilly, duress girl, but actually when you start digging under the surface of it, it you know, it turns into something that gets a little bit deeper and deeper and you've got the kind of the jock and you've got kind of the, the geek and all this, but it's, it's the characterization of the bounce. It's, and normally the conversation that brings it to, so maybe though it's just, it's again, he needs to learn to pack his punches in the first couple of shows. So his bloody series. Don't keep getting canceled.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think in that regard that won't happen because Marvel are clearly playing the long game with this. Uh-huh. Um Ooh, the yeah, reason I is th- on Netflix. Awesome. Yeah, I, honestly, you should watch it. It's a cracking, cracking film. It's probably the best thing I've seen from Whedon myself. I, I, uh, I really thought it was good. Um, it's a romp rather than a kind of a class act, kind of Batman, uh-huh, Dark Knight uh-huh. style. It's definitely more of a romp. But you really have to watch that cool. um, to before you watch The Straight Edge of the Shield because it, it does lead on from that and I can see that them doing. Re- if you who's watched Thor and Captain America and the Avengers it's definitely bringing that world together on, on, the, on the kind of small screen and I think nowadays with special effects it's come quite affordable to have cool things happen each year and you'll worry about hopefully not worry about those kind of holodeck um, episodes in the 22 oh. episode seasons from Star Trek um, <laughs> now that's one of the questions I have about it. how long is the season I, I don't, don't know how I really hope it's a 12 episode season because I think it might get a bit tired doing 22 episodes. I think
2: it is. A, I think it's 12 or 13 episodes. Mm.
1: 13. Um, that's good because I do think it will get a bit a bit weak. I mean, I don't know, I've watched it and I, I'm still going to continue watching it. But if it wasn't a Marvel franchise um, involvement, I would have quit already. But but that's the way I would look at it. I, I'd go because it's pretty generic. I would move on. But I because I've been because I read the comic books and because I'm so ingrained with the films. I kind of want to see what this is leading to because i do feel that there'll be easter eggs and links toward them and there's been hints on that already um but they to, to your point Clarkey, there is a light reference to why he is there all ah, right um and that uh, kind of like does he know kind of question um and uh, so yes they, uh, some kind of It'll be some kind of clone thing or something. Ah, like yeah, right, yeah, kind of. um, They do have kind of like life model decoys as well as on the kind of Marvel flanges, which involves it in lives in the comic book world, which does actually get referenced by uh, Tony Stark in one of the films. Um, so yeah, they'll, they'll use any flange they want, but yeah, they do. They don't ignore it; they cover it very well, delicately.
2: Just to uh, draw vimes in a bit, I see that uh, Ron Glass also appears in the pilot episode.
1: <gasps> oh,
2: does he play book though? No, he doesn't play book. Oh. He's, he's dead, or he hasn't been born yet, whichever way you look at it.
0: There's that, I <laughs> suppose. Yeah, he hasn't been born yet. Hmm. I don't even know who you're talking about. So why should I, why should I watch it and put myself through having to wait a week between episodes rather than just waiting for it to go back to back?
1: Um, I, I it doesn't come across as Moorish. So okay. far I've not gone, Oh we'll watch the next episode. I haven't no. felt that at all. Right. Um, I've kind of watched it, okay, right. Okay, so what next week brings. Uh, is more massitude rather than oh I can't wait to see the next one. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Which will lead me into the next programme which I know oh. that Clark oh. is Now to be fair, now I'm approaching this programme
2: no, no, in a
1: very different way to other people because I didn't get drawn in. I've only just been started watching it properly now. Is this where we spoil the last episode for everybody? I can't. I've not watched it, so.
0: Oh, oh start What? You just said he's only just started watching it. <laughs> what more do you want?
1: Oh. Tell the boys and girls what it is, Beastie. Uh, Breaking Bad. Um, which has not got, I've noticed, from anybody I work with or over the internet, any talk at all. It's been... Kind of mouse like silent, almost nobody's commented on it apart from constantly. Mm. Um, mm. it's uh, so I guess, Clark, you, you finished Breaking Bad,
2: uh, I did, yes.
1: Okay, now I, um, we've really started watching season one, I think not a couple of years after it came out, and girlfriend was not, didn't like it, didn't really, couldn't really sympathize with the main character. Um, thought, well, actually, uh, that's quite horrible. I can't really appreciate what you're doing. Um, and it kind of we didn't. We just stopped watching it and I tried to watch it by myself, but it, it's pretty bloody bleak to watch, <laughs> with you. See this um, is why I can't I've never been able to get into this
0: because I I hate bleak programmes. But everyone keeps telling me how great it is and how it is it's the best is. piece of TV you've ever seen in your life, which I think, well, hey, you've uh, got firefly like, here, what are you talking about?
2: Well yeah, I I wouldn't say it's bleak as in dreary and dull it's um, no as in no,
0: no. It's, it, it, it's, it's a it's very a I, I mean
2: like. if you look at the subject matter it's it's like you said it's very very difficult to sympathize with uh with sort of walters this uh kind of poor everyman trying to uh, you know trying to make a trying to make big books really it's just if you, I mean that that was always been the main discussion in our house with uh, myself and the missus. You know, how, how can we? And as, as the series goes on and on, you just—if you had any sympathy for him, it, it, it just—it just gets sucked away as the series progresses.
1: Hmm. But then, yeah, it, yeah, I'm, it, I'm already feeling that. Yeah. I mean, so where 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 I am we? I've kind of watched season one. I've almost watched all of season two, and the end result of almost the end of season two is. Hmm. Okay. So, the the jeopardy that would keep him being good appears to be fading away. And yeah. The things he's doing, I can't quite determine why he's doing them. Um, apart from negative reasons, if that makes sense. So I'm not quite sure how the other was it. Was it six seasons in total? Uh, five. 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 Um, what it means. I mean, yeah. But I did. I mean, I watched quite a lot of it back to back. Um, and it was sounds like was hard it got, work, man. It was hard. Honestly, it was hard work. Um, the acting is I think part of the reason that, that it's hard work is because the acting is really well done. I've always been a fan of, of uh, Brian Cranston. I did enjoy him and even the, the the great joys of Malcolm Middle and so forth. I mean, he's he's got a good. He's he's clearly a very talented actor. Clearly very talented and probably massively underused. Um.
2: Speaking of that, I did quite enjoy one of the theories about how the uh, series was going to end, something uh, along the lines of Walt enters witness protection, and thus begins Malcolm in the middle.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought that was quite a nice little touch, but I mean, there's no one's really spoiled the ending for me, luckily, even though people have been talking about it. Um, did you feel that it was a satisfying ending from your point of view, Kalaki? Uh,
2: yes. Okay. I have to say That's- that the final episode wasn't on par with the few that preceded it, but, uh, and obviously a rarity in TV series uh, uh, these days, it does close all the doors, and it's a very satisfying ending.
1: Yeah, well, that's, that's that's pleasing, because you know, cause I'll be honest, um, I just I wasn't talking about this on the, sh- on the show last week, but we talked about so many other things, which was um, Dexter. Mm. And um, I finished watching that, and I felt really... Wow, I put a lot of time into this series and you kind of ended it pretty yeah. rubbish.
2: It it I mean uh, to put it to put it in context, it's certainly a no lost ending.
1: Yeah, that, that that's that is the pinnacle of why I stopped watching Lost. Hmm. Um and I put well, and I end. would never go No 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 no. I stopped watching that after season two ah. I thought actually this isn't gonna tie up at all. See, I stopped watching um, Dexter after series two. Um I think there's it's probably I mean, there is a couple of good seasons in there, I'd say, that probably the, the one preceding one or no 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 the, there's actually some cracking seasons between you've got an episode with uh, um john liflow as a killer oh and he, yeah, that, yeah that
2: was my favorite season that was
1: yeah he's really good i did like the one with the um julius styles and um, with the kind of like that, that killer in the everglades uh yeah. that was quite good as well oh, the, uh, the
2: the the dinner table scene with the uh, john Lithgow.
1: Character
2: yeah, was absolutely brilliant. Anything John Lithgow's in is bloody good. Let's face yeah, it.
1: Yeah, he was. It was pretty good. So in that regard, I said, but from an end of your tidying it up, I was ex- what the area that I really wanted from Dexter was to. I don't think he really supposed it really. I wanted to see the reaction from his comrades and it could be who worked with for five or six, seven seasons, and you don't get to see that. And oh. Me, you, you don't you don't see that. Don't
0: um, make me do creative editing, beastie. I'm no good at creative editing.
1: <laughs> no, no. It's you just don't see it, and that for me was what I kind of that was the fallout you wanted to kind of experience. And for one reason or another, you don't experience that. Um, so I felt a little bit, oh well, okay, that's what I wanted to see, and I didn't get it. Mm. Um, but if Clark, if you've been, if you're kind of almost through, finish watching it, and you'll see what I mean. Hmm. So, mm. Yeah, oh,
2: so I've, I've always got breaking Bad's awesome ending to fall back on
1: <laughs> which is good which is good yeah um and it's like lucky you've been you've been watching something else I know Vimesy has watched and I have been watching which is, <laughs> this is like a this is like a holy Trinity of, no,
2: this is this show is absolutely brilliant I can't believe I didn't watch this sooner Archer brilliant it's just I saw so crass and it's just brilliant. It's Something brilliant. Good, I was uh, trying
0: to explain it to the in-laws, because they came down um, over the weekend, and I was trying to explain it. They are sort of saying, well, what have you been watching? I was like, Archer. And they said, what the hell's that? I said, um, okay, how am I going to put this? And I started off by saying, do you remember the man from Uncle? <laughs> 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 and they said, sort of oh, yeah, really like that. I said, yeah, it's mm. like that, but <laughs> ruder. And how do you explain
1: Archer? Archer's fantastic. I would say it's definitely one of those um, TV shows that you want to know your audience who you're watching it with uh, because the humour is pretty to the bone at some points, literally. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's certain people in my family are probably shy away from watching that with. um, But it is cracking.
2: I I am... I mean, not much more to be said than what has been said. Have years. you finished it yet? Or you because uh, it's a series, three, three series now. I've only watched about five episodes, but.
0: Oh really? Oh yeah. my god! You've loving, got so much fun to look forward to, bro. Love,
2: loving it. I mean, the, my my favorite one so far has to be the uh, the the uh, the new agent they hire for uh, political correctness reasons. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. I, I just thought that was absolutely br- super, the best yeah. one. Is
0: one of my favorite episodes is when uh, Archer has to. Go. <laughs> Going, he's, he's trying to do a, a sting operation or something like that, and he has to go and pretend to be gay, and he's basically oh, dressed yeah. up
2: in rollerblades. And <laughs> oh man, yeah. it's, just, it's just brilliant. I but, think his, his mother's an absolutely awesome character. Uh, as well.
0: But they're all. For, I mean, the, the cast is only what seven characters or like that, yeah. and that, it's just so well done. It's just. I I'm, think
1: it's. I think it's the um, the secretary that does it for me. She definitely does it for me. <laughs> I mean, I mean um, <laughs> she's so wrong. And Does anybody
0: else think that Krieger reminds them of Proton slightly?
1: Uh, I just Krieger, Krieger, Krieger. Which one's Krieger? Mad Scientist Geezer.
2: Does he actually ever speak? Doesn't oh, he yeah. have?
1: A, doesn't he have like an avatar of him? Didn't he have a Christ? He might do.
2: Bloody
0: hell! Maybe he is Krieger. Yeah, he did all at right. one point. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't be at all surprised so, oh, There you go. Scary man. But <laughs> actually, you know what? In, 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 a, in what could be a seamless segue. Um, it leads on to something one I was going to talk about, which is um a podcast called Girl on Guy, which is actually hosted by Aisha Taylor, who plays the um who plays Lana in Archer. Ah,
1: yeah. Really. I'll be honest I, that was that is seamless I have to say. Um but I did get I did honestly read that in you know, a kind of kind of a Clarky esque way I, I, I know did exactly that, what did. you read Girl on Guy as,
0: yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, no Girl, Girl on Guy is, is literally that. It is um it is as far as I'm concerned, Lana, because that's how she will, will always be known in my life. Um, Aisha's uh, it's, it's kind of like um, she basically every week she has on a kind of not necessarily huge celebrity but a kind of geek celebrity, um, and just basically interviews them about their life and what's going on and and, and who they're talking to, and um. What they're up to and their lives and how they got where they are. Um, so this episode, the first one I listened to, is basically because it was um, it was done with Game Over, Greggy. Do you know him off IGN? No, I don't know him. No, no okay, I just me then. Uh, well, somebody, was, you know,
1: US, I was US IGN.
0: Yeah, US IGN. Um, Greg Miller, basically, and he's he's kind of a I guess you'd call him an internet personality, uh, and he kind of comes off as a bit of a dick sometimes, but actually. He's so passionate about what he does. You kind of, you kind of grudgingly kind of like him, um, but it was a really interesting kind of one-on-one interview about he, he was diagnosed with um, Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, which is kind of cancer last year. And he talked about it quite frankly, and was very open about it and stuff. It was just really interesting. They bounced off each other over right and She's she's, uh, it's just a really interesting way of doing it. It's kind of like a This Is Your Life kind of thing, uh, but done in a kind of funny, light-hearted kind of. Just kind of geeky way, really. Um, and the next one I got lined up on my list because I was scanning through her back catalogue thinking that was really good. I must go one. Strange enough, she's done one with Nathan Fillion. Oh, so what a I'm surprise. exceptionally uh, happy. So, so me, Lana, and Nathan are going to have a nice, uh, a nice bit of private time later on, I think.
2: Uh, <sighs> Jesus.
0: What? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Clark, you got one more on your list. Nice uh, yeah. over with before I can have my private time.
2: <laughs> this I actually watched before he did the short, and as uh, I was looking for something to burn ninety minutes. You're to such a pro. Oh, absolutely. Uh, this this is on Netflix, and it's a film called uh, The Bay. Is it directed by Michael Bay? No, it's directed by oh, Barry Levinson. Eh,
0: not Michael Bay, then. No, it, it's, that would have been quite good.
2: Yeah, I mean, considering this is from the man who did, you know, Rain Man, um, I was actually quite surprised by it. This this film is basically a kind of a mishmash of a found found footage film, Outbreak and Jaws. <laughs> well, wow, that's a combo.
1: Yeah. Is this it, like
2: it, Sharknado? No, it's not like Sharknado. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> I can see why you thought that though. Uh, no, it's uh, basically it's this, it's it's a tried and tested mm. method of. Something went down in this remote town in Maryland that has a lovely little 4th of July dis- fireworks display party every year. The footage was confiscated by the government, but here I'm going to tell everybody what happened on this online blog. And it's basically just a collection of, uh, kind of collected together footage about this, what, what they assume is a viral outbreak in this town that basically turns out to be a, <laughs> the premise sounds ridiculous. It's basically um, mutant arthropods, which are basically the seafaring version of woodlass. So, did you are, say, yeah, which have been mutated <laughs> due to the runoff from a runoff of chicken shit from a chicken factory? <laughs> <sighs> People get paid to write that. Oh, it, oh seriously, <laughs> it, it was actually quite good. Oh, Lord. Uh, very foreboding. Very, I mean, the, these things basically bite you, lay their larvae inside you, which then grow inside you and eat you from the inside. Is this on films for men, by any chance, or whatever it's <laughs> Movies for men, or whatever? No, it's, it's Netflix. It's three uh-huh three-star overall rating we're talking here, boys. yeah. You know. Maybe I'll pass on the
0: Avengers and go and watch that. <laughs> no, <laughs> watch the Avengers.
2: <laughs> no, uh, yeah, and when you finish, waste another 85 minutes watching the bay. No, I, I I kind of have a kind of a, a bit of a secret. Uh, Crush on woodlice? No, well, oh, that, that could have been read in so many different ways. <laughs> uh, no, I, I kind of have a dirty little secret. That I, I do like certain... Woodlice? Oh God! Films, films of the found footage genre, and oh. I, I thought this was, uh, I thought this was quite good. I mean, you, you've got your usual, uh, in keeping with the Jaws plotline. The the mayor knows all about this, but he's, is over it. He wants, he wants his Fourth of July celebration to go ahead. Uh, oh,
1: that's, that's important
2: yeah. oh absolutely yeah but it, it, it just unfortunately certain things just start to drop into the uh, the usual horror cliches you, you've got the sad story of the uh the, the family who are going to visit this bay to visit the parents and they're going there by boat and uh of course they arrive to find the entire place in silence and a dead body on the pier and what do they do do they get back in the boat and fuck off no. no. Then they, they proceed to walk into town cradling their newborn child. Oh, no. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I hate it when
0: they do shit like that. It's just... Yeah, oh. it, it,
2: it's... It could have been better, but it, it was it was watchable. I, I can't... I, I did quite enjoy it. And, I mean, you know, God. mutated chicken shit, sea wood lass. I mean, what is there not to like?
1: Well, yes, indeed. Well, quite a lot <laughs> on that evidence, to be perfectly honest.
2: Oh, there's, there's worse ways to spend 85 minutes.
0: Well, me and Nathan Lon will find out later on. Oh God! Moving swiftly on, we're gonna <laughs> hand over to our roving reporter Beastie. He's gonna hit us up with some news this week because none of us yes. could find any apart from you.
2: And,
1: uh, no, 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 no! This isn't my news. Somebody put this in here, <laughs> yeah. and I just I amended it.
2: Give, give us a shout out if you uh, put the
1: news in.
0: I imagine it was probably Proton, but um BC's edited it and refined it and
1: made it his own, so it well, sucked then, Bob. It was really originally incorrect, so I had to make it better. Um <laughs> way to slam the man who gave us news. <laughs> the um it's been this is kind of be very graphic graphics card based um news really. Ooh, so nice um AMD have kind of announce their new Radeon series which is and their before it, the, the R9 and R8 I think they're referred to as the series goes um, but part of that is their new kind of flagship which is the 290x now this is the uh, being kind of touted as the titan beater mm. so it's uh, a lot of the benchmarks that have been tested it's kind of uh, ranking ahead of the uh, of the titan cards now it's worth noting both those cards are just single GPU uh, units. They're not some of the the 690 and the 799 zeros, which are a dual card kind of uh, combos in a in one in one uh, GPU. But um, some of the stuff information is coming out kind of sparingly, considering it goes on to um, pre-order now and it's going to launch on maybe the 15th there's still a lot of information that appears to be lacking which i find quite hilarious um to be honest I'll, i could go into a lot of the the core stuff and it might be a bit over the top but it's going to have four four gig of memory on board which is pretty significant they are talking about that maybe going up to six on some versions um there's a few out there now that kind of run at that level but it's pretty pretty sexy Um,
0: Teraflops—that's the important.
1: Five point six teraflops. teraflops.
0: Will it run Crisis? (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Might even run Crisis too. Probably at the same time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes to raw performance, it's going to be right up there. But I think where it's going to be interesting is forcing the prices down of the top-end cards. I'm not quite sure what started this um, fascination with the. Kind of five, six, stuff. seven, eight hundred plus price point graphics cards. So it didn't used to. I mean, it used to pay five hundred pound would be the max price you'd yeah. pay. Um, they seem to have gone a little bit nuts. So there's been hints that this could be hitting the kind of five hundred pound price point, which would be great if it's really a Titan beater. That would really put that price pull that right down. People said, oh they won't do it." Have been standard bitching about AMD and Nvidia, and I really don't understand why people give a damn that much, but they do clearly. Um,
0: well, it's just a, a bit like their version of Xbox, Sony, sort of, you know, Microsoft, Sony type of thing, isn't it?
1: Uh,
0: I don't know. I mean, I just... I, but
1: even that, I don't care about that much. I mean...
0: I basically the, pick up whatever graphics card one of my mates is willing to sell me for
1: cheap. That is true. You do do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the... What's also interesting is whether or not you prefer AMD or NVIDIA, they are AMD graphics cards in the, in the Xbox One and the PS4, so... Um, <sighs> Take of that what you will. Um, there will be some positivity around that in the sense of maybe porting across maybe be easier. Who knows? We'll find out. But to kind of counterbalance that, there's um, a couple of other stories which kind of don't have a, go so favorably onto the MD. Now, um, Origin PC, this isn't EA's um, platform. It's, oh, it's a, bugger. Uh, That's where I was getting all confused.
2: Ah, me too. Uh,
1: this is a. Um, a relative, I mean, for me, the relative you know, they might be there are US companies might be around a bit longer, but they've kind of publicly dumped AMD from their systems, um, which is a bit surprising considering they're going to be a kind of custom PC builders. Why you choose they do to cut very, out? very pretty PCs? They do do pretty PCs. They do. Yes. So coming off the, coming off the back of this, they've post the announcement of the new chipset. And the uh, the 280 and the 290, um, they've said they're going to be um, well dumping them completely and only using video cards. And there's really no good reason being being stated. Um, there's a lot of hints that somebody thinks that they may have been paid with marketing spend from Nvidia. I find that hard to believe, but yeah. These, these industries are sometimes horrible, so who knows. Um, there's been hints that there's been more failure rates on the Radeons than there has been on the NVIDIA, Nvidia cards. I don't know. Uh,
2: well, well, yeah, we're, we're talking 1% in some cases. Well, yeah, exactly. Mm. I know.
1: It's. I mean, i assume you are talking 24 versus 3.2% failure. I mean, like, really? I mean, you've, you've been making a lot of PCs for that to be a factor for you, a lot of PCs. Um, I don't know. I'm... It's it's interesting, um, and it kind of leads into our last story, which is um, yay, Valve has started kind of releasing Steambox specs and actually sending out beta kits to 300 lucky individuals. How on earth they pick those people, God only knows. Um, and they've sent some really powerful units out there, um, but interestingly, all of them have Nvidia only cards. Mm. Um, now could this be a similar problem to what Origin PC have noted or could it be a Valve's kind of fingers in the air to um, console gaming it's not parts them doing something like that Um, I
0: don't don't know I don't don't understand it all I just um, don't understand
1: what the fucking Steambox is supposed to be anymore well, I mean, okay. So the sort three hundred sent out. They the graphics cards vary from a Titan yeah,
0: through to uh, a seven
1: eighty, a seven sixty, and a six sixty. Now all of those are going to be pretty powerful. The six sixty is obviously the weakest, but it's still going to play things quite nicely. Titan is that's a thousand pounds by itself. I mean, properly I nuts. One. I want that one. Um, <laughs> good. Um, they've got some Haswell CPUs, the i7s, uh, i sevens, i slides. <laughs> um, and the i3's 16 gig of RAM, SSD drives with hybrid systems as well with um, uh, terabyte crossovers uh, 450 um, watt power supply, which to be fair would supply enough power for this I mean, get over-caught. when you're talking about a real lightweight system with not many other bullshit in it that's going to be more than enough and with the dimensions of 12 by 12 by 3 effectively, inches um, which is pretty small um but i mean you're probably looking at kind of what's that, not much but xbox height is it really xbox size mm, probably about the same um so i think it'd be interesting i get like a bit of kit in there now obviously people take reading into this quite a lot um i personally think this is just beta testing let's not lead we didn't see there's about 300 units here they're hardly going into mass scale production at this rate um but they Maybe have
0: said that you could build your own using those <laughs> specs and they'll give you, they'll allow you to take the source CAD files down. And, you know, so they're basically saying if you want to, if you're really that bothered, you can build your own and, and you know, be part of the beta if you want to spend your own money. Yeah. That's so, a fair so. <laughs> I just don't understand what it is. Is it just Valve are going to brand their own you know they're they're going to be basically like overclockers or origin like we've just talked about or you know PC special and brand their own computers like Alienware. Is that what we're talking about here? But they well, just slam on their Steam OS and therefore it's now some as, kind of PC console. As I,
1: I mean, to, to an extent, yes and no. I mean, again, this is pretty much a testing platform. So how I look at this is they're just seeing what happens. I think realistically, a Titan build. Off they're offering a Titan build. It seems pretty comedy really. I don't think they'll go down that route. Um, it does feel a little bit like the alienware X 51 style mm. kind of bit of kit. Um, and I mean, okay, let's face it. This was never going to be 300 pounds and, uh, a PS4 and an Xbox one beta at that level. It was always going to be a more expensive device. Um, so we can't be too surprised about that side of it. Um, which is fine, but I don't know what it it's is. Fine. It, I don't well, well, you know. is it just a PC? It's meant to be. It's meant to be upgradable, so that suggests to me that yes, it's meant to be a PC. It's uh, maybe a clever bit of engineering, a really well designed case. I don't know. Maybe they'll say that only this, that, the other graphics card works. Only this kind of RAM works. Maybe that'll be the the control. So it's Steam Box compatible. It's just a slot in, you know, exactly, external yeah, kind of be, slot in type yeah, thing. It could be. Well, no, it's, I, I think I don't think I think it will have to be. Uh, off the shelf stuff but they'll say that this is compatible with blah and you'll maybe get on boxes steam box compatible kind of like logos and a mm. kind of plug and plug and process anything thing. that makes the whole I bloody guess. process simpler would be a godsend because if
0: you're trying to go out and buy something you know even something as simple as you know a graphics card half the time it's so confusing with the naming conventions people are using and it, you know what's sure. comparable to what what's better than what it just you know it can get really confusing for anybody like even you know i don't fucking understand half of you i keep going around saying so is that better than that or how does how does you know this gpu compare to that or sure.
1: got to make it and, and you're right and I, and I get messages from people in that regard quite <laughs> regularly um not just you um uh, talking about those kind of things and there is there is a different challenge there. I don't think Valve are aiming to bring the console to the masses. I think they're deliberately probably dissing the consoles rather than getting on board with that fight. That's my view. I think they're going to try and make PC gaming a bit more accessible. Um, I know it frightens off people. We've seen obviously recent comments on the thread, with, uh, performance forum threads kicking up where people get stuck with this. And obviously I mentioned in referring to the kind of the punkbuster problem with Battlefield mm-hmm. 4. These are more common problems but Mm. I'd say that they're becoming more and more common on console as well. It it is interesting because I was talking to um, a friend of
0: mine I went to Eurogamer with and and he's kind of he's got an Xbox 360 he's looking at which next gen route do I go and we went around Eurogamer and he was kind of oh Xbox One, Xbox One, PS4 PS4, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox One, PS4 and then we took him to Res and he was like by the end of it he was like well actually everything I've seen makes me want to go and buy a PC mm. but of course the next thing out of his out of his mouth was but you know, I can't be bothered with all this updating graphics drivers and, you know, having to spend ages downloading fixes and going to Google for, for you know and I was just like, um that's a real rarity nowadays. I was trying to think really, about it. it. I mean I had it problems is. with Battlefield 3, similar to what you were having with Battlefield 4, where for mm-hmm. Battlefield 3 I had to uninstall it and reinstall it because just for for whatever fucking reason Punkbuster was screwing my life. But pretty much every Every other game I've played in the last 18 months, I've not had a plot. It's installed. It's it's updated itself. It's it's almost been console-like, for want of a better term. You mm-hmm. know, it's installed, it plugs, it plays, it goes. And that's everything from Tomb Raider to, to Splinter Cell Blacklist through to Bioshock Infinite through to whatever you want to, you know... They've all worked at, you know, through to things like Gunpoint, FTL, whatever you want us to call it. You know, they've all just worked seamlessly out of the box. So I think there's this mm-hmm. real myth about PC gaming, where
1: actually, for the most part, we don't have that problem anymore. Well, I, th- I think the, I think the problem lies actually is what happens in that situation. Okay, let's face it. There's been there was many many 360 failures at the beginning of mm. their their life, and yeah, it fails. It fails. You take it back. <laughs> um, yeah. that's a, 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 and that's one of the PC. It's never the, quite that simple, and I think that's there's no getting away from the consoles will suffer the problems, and I'd be really intrigued to see how well the new consoles perform because they really do have a lot of PC, pure PC kit in there, mm. um, which for a PC game is a positive because it means that the porting will be easier and easier and easier, which mm-hmm. is great. But equally, it could mean and we've seen it this generation more and more. They've already said the Xbox, X, 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 Xbox One launch day patch is just for the operating system and the core getting the thing working. Mm. We saw it with the Wii U like that, and that's probably the least PC of all of them. Consoles are relying upon that stuff a lot, lot more and more, and where you get a problem often with a console title, um, there's, there's a bug with it. Look the like GTA. There's been bugs with that. There's nothing you can do about it. It's, it's, well, you just suck it up. Whereas a PC PC game where it becomes more complex is there probably is something you can do about it. Um, whereas a console, you might've had to, to suffer it and wait for them to patch it, but there'll be mm. someone making a mod for it or try, another tweak to try. And sure you haven't got to get on board with that, but I guess the option of PC gaming is you, you have the choice. You can get on board with it. Mm. Um, that, I mean, that's my view on it. And, and, but you're right. A lot of people are, are frightened by that. And they'll prove they are in back to the nineties, the, the plug and pray systems that you plug things in and, and having to reinstall their entire, entire windows which was a painful yeah. process years yeah. ago um, now still reinstall windows it takes about 20 minutes it's a kind of piece of cake mm. um, but there are people that are, bit of, are still frightened of that stuff and I understand why um, but you're right really but I'm
0: not sure how far I, this Steambox thing I, 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 it's still they're, they're kind of they're not putting out there what this is for or who it's for sure. I mean, at the end of it their last paragraph if I just read it out just to make the show a bit longer. Um, <laughs> so high-powered Steam OS living room machines are nice and fun to play with and will make many Steam customers happy. But there are a lot of other Steam customers who already have perfectly great gaming hardware at home in the form of a powerful PC, like the majority of us here, right? Okay. The prototype we're talking about is not meant to replace that okay many of those users would like to have a way to bridge the gap into the living without giving up their existing hardware and without spending lots of money we think that's a great goal and working on ways to use our in-home streaming technology to accomplish it and we'll talk about that more in the future and it's like well if you're building a streaming box a la apple tv vita tv whatever why the fuck do you need to stick a titan in it
1: and make it at a price point which is ridiculous but again this is why we have to be very careful because Valve are, are really poor at communicating this stuff. They're more, they're more than having you sit there kind of fixating on the Half-Life 3 day rather than saying, listen guys, we're working on of, it, just bear with us. Let's, that's all they have to say, but they sit and let people stew on it and they're doing that with this. There's no guarantee these these boxes could be just merely a test bed for the operating system and they're saying, actually this is meant to be the host PC and they've got the streaming kit coming. We've got no idea how this mm. is going to work. Um, then maybe the streaming elements secondary this is the initial part of getting the kit and make sure the operating system its is core is working and then go now we're looking at the streaming part we simply don't know we don't know what the beta instructions have mm. been given we, we really don't know what's going on with it so I, I agree that it doesn't seem to be answering an of those points and maybe if it's a case of it working in that kind of uh, project shield way where i can have a unit downstairs to play pc games on the tv if i wish mm. with a hundred pound little box under the tv do you know what i'll probably pick that up for 100 quid because yeah. on the occasion where i want to play a pc game downstairs which i'd say would be really few and far between 100 pounds is not a big outlay for me to to do that if i can yeah, sure. leave my pc upstairs and if that's what it is if it's like going down that whole kind of uh, Gaikai streaming from the kind of cloud thing
0: mm, I'm yes. going to yeah. step
1: away from that with a uh, just it clearly um, technology I mean the simple fact I've had a couple of connection problems on Skype today uh, just highlights the problem we, we haven't noticed
0: that. we haven't no, noticed yeah. at
1: all no. apologies um, it's, it, that automatically flares the problem with those kind of things mm-hmm. um, and so we don't know some because we don't know they aren't going to say because they're well let's face it particularly um, <laughs> stubborn about communicating. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I, I just, I wanted to come out and say this is what we expect you know, it to be used for. But anyway, enough of that shit. Um, I think that's about it for this this week's show, isn't it, guys? Unless you've got anything yeah. else
2: you want to add? No, I'm good.
0: All right, sweet. Swiftly on into the outro then. Um, a reminder to use the affiliate links um, every time you do your shopping on Amazon or shop to or you know, any of those lovely places, go onto the um, Mature Gamer website first and hit up, there's some affiliate links on the main page. You basically just click on them. It takes you straight through to Amazon. doesn't cost you anything. It just means that when you make a purchase after clicking on those links, the site gets a little bit of money and helps us bring these wonderful shows to you. Uh, review us on iTunes, please. That would be really, really nice if you could because um, you know effectively what we want to do with this show is make it as good as we can and get it out to as many people as we can. And iTunes uh, reviews really help us do that. Uh, The other shows under the uh, Mature Gamer Podcast branding, obviously there's the the console, I mean, the main, I mean, well, Kevin Steve's show um, that comes out on a weekly (laughs) basis as does uh, the Night Shift. um, So you can go and listen to them as well. Uh, And also just on that note, uh, Robbie Rue, one of the hosts of of, of Night Shift is doing a special effect charity uh, raffle thing I've written here um uh, you should go and have a look at that basically he's gone round. he's got a special effect t-shirt he's got loads of indie devs to sign uh and he's got some really good prizes he's giving away as well as whoa, just whoa, that
2: t-shirt whoa, 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 what, 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 what what why why haven't i been invited to sign this t-shirt i own rpg maker does that not yeah. make me have an you indie actually dev?
0: used rpg maker to make an rpg yet i i've opened the program i've could get buttons. on to robbie Roo. we'll get him round your house and you Brilliant. can sign it. There you Brilliant. go. You can you can sign your name next to whoever he's got on there. Mike Bithell probably twice. Name Robbie. Um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, go and check it out. He's got some good stuff. He's got some retro consoles up for grabs as well. And it, there's a possibility if he if he hits a, I think if he hits the 500 pound mark with the uh, with the raffle, he's he's even got a painting signed by Mojang, uh, including Notch apparently. Um, so so go hit Ooh. that. That's on that's on the main site. So go check it out. Um, follow us on Twitter. The show feed is um, at MGP Bits, uh, and I do try and tweet more from that. Although I am really crap at it, but you know I, I try. I'm at Vimesy74.
2: I'm at
1: Clarky Snap. And as always, Beastie, don't tweet. Yeah, foolish boy. Um, and I'll be honest. I have been tempted recently. Um, just you say that every
2: bloody week.
1: No, no, not <laughs> as not as <laughs> myself. Where it's at, man. It's where it's at. I, it's I it's just at. I just love anything about first world problems. And I think oh, I can just do a whole um, tweet account of just first world problems. There are there are um, many first world problems
0: advertised regularly on basis on Twitter. Yeah, it's definitely for the best. Uh, um, there is a Facebook page, the Mature Gamer Podcast. If you search for that, although I, to be fair, I've never actually been on it, but it is there, and I'm sure it's full of good things. Um, there is an email as well, mgpbits at maturegamerpodcast.com. dot com. And a couple of people write to us on that email address and yes it does work for for those lovely people who try to email unfortunately we can't reply from that email (laughs) oh really oh man (laughs) so i've got no idea so i've got all these things saying i got about three or four emails saying does this email address work and i've gone to reply yes it does and it just sits in the outbox so i don't know what's going on with that but yeah it does if you want to if you want to email us um, mgpbits at maturegamerpodcast.com you can do that To be honest, it's easier just to tweet at us, at MGPBits, um, and we'll sort you out. So I think that's basically it for what has been Show 65, and um, we'll see you next week. Ta-ra!
2: Bye!
0: Bye!